Welcome to the Nation's Blind Podcast, presented by the National Federation of the Blind, the transformative membership and advocacy organization of blind Americans. Live the life you want. Hello, and welcome to the Nation's Blind Podcast. I'm Melissa Riccobono, and I am not here with Anil Lewis this time. I am here with Chris Danielson. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing fine. Anil, I, I think, is actually taking a vacation. Can you believe that? Uh, the nerve of that guy. Yeah, but, you know, it was his birthday, you know, the, one yeah. of these days in early June. So, I mean, I guess I guess maybe he deserves it. But why would you pick a vacation over podcasting and talking about pre-convention? Exactly. And convention, virtual convention experience. I mean... This is the Nation's Blind Podcast. This is the best thing ever. Why? You know, I guess, Chris, I know. you you know where it's at because you're here. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. No, no. And in all seriousness, uh, Anil totally deserves his vacation. And I'm always happy to stand in for either of our wonderful hosts. And it's always a pleasure. And Melissa's right. We get to talk about something very exciting because some of you may be sitting there and thinking, they're going to talk about convention and I can't go to convention this year. And I'm so sad, but you don't have to be, I mean, it's still sad that you can't come to Houston, yes. but if you can't, we are sad, but if you can't, all is not lost. No. And I mean, I think one thing that COVID really taught us is the power of having a virtual convention. Not that we ever, I don't think, will do or want to do a full virtual convention again, because I know everybody made it look so easy that you probably were like, oh, that was just wonderful. And, and it was wonderful. It was both years. We did an amazing job, like we always do with convention. But it, it was mm -hmm. not easy. There were a lot of moving pieces, especially the first year. You know, we were just sort of in some ways, flying by the seat of our pants, trying to figure out exactly how all this was going to work. I mean, by the second year, it still wasn't easy. At least we had a little bit to, to go on and, you know, a little bit of, of lessons that we had learned and, and all of that. But we were really happy to be back in person last year. But absolutely, I do love that now we gave last year and are giving again a virtual convention experience, which isn't just the board meeting the sessions and the banquet, which, by the way, those are those are the meat and potatoes of convention. Those anyway. are enough. So, yeah, I mean, right. they, they really are enough. But you get a bonus when you register for the virtual convention experience because you get other options to tune into that are just for people that are pre-registered. Um, I'm sorry, who are registered for the virtual convention experience. So I, I'm really excited that we get to tell you about all those great things today. And speaking really personally, you know, for me last year, I couldn't attend convention. It was sort of a last minute decision. It was absolutely the right decision for me and for my health. It was so sad, though. But being able to be a part of and help run the virtual convention experience made it a little less sad and really showed me in a very personal way how important that connection and how important that pre-convention or that I keep saying pre-convention, which there is pre-convention stuff, which is what I'm looking at. So I keep saying pre-convention and I apologize. But that virtual convention experience, it you know, really is important and it really is powerful. It is. You know, we've talked for years, it seems to me, and really COVID finally motivated us to do it. 
because we've talked about the fact, you know, we always had the streaming of the board meeting and the general sessions and the banquet. We had that for quite a long time, but it did seem like we should give people more of an experience. And when we learned how to do that during COVID, it really motivated us to continue doing it. Now, we do need to say and make very clear that it is a virtual convention experience it is not a virtual convention or a hybrid Correct. Uh, convention. Correct. So very important. Yeah, it's just important to know that. Not that we want to focus on the negative, but we are going to focus on the positive and all the things you are going to get. But it is not optimal as an organization, we decided to have a hybrid convention for a lot of reasons. And so you will get to get some of the flavor of convention. And we will talk about how you can still be involved in the part of the convention that is the governing authority of our movement, even if you're participating in the virtual convention experience. But it is important to know that the virtual convention experience is intended as something for people who cannot be there, but is not necessarily as intended as a replacement for being there. It's just a way for us to get the flavor of convention to more people. Absolutely. And, you know, it's very interesting. Well, number one, you, you won't be able to vote and you won't be able to speak on the floor. Those are the two things right. that, you, that you will not be able to do. In some of the pre-convention things that we'll talk about in a minute, you will actually have an opportunity to ask questions, which is pretty exciting. That we'll talk about when, you, when you'll be able to ask questions and when you won't be able to ask questions. But the other things that are really good, though, are that you do get that flavor of convention. And, you know, I know the first couple of years that we started offering the streaming of the convention, there was a lot of concern that people just wouldn't come to convention anymore. They would just sit home and listen to the stream and they would decide not to come to convention. And what we actually found was that the opposite was true. Yes. Some people did enjoy being able to sit at home and listen to the stream when they really couldn't come to convention, but we got a lot of new people because they actually heard for themselves exactly what was going on and they wanted to be a part of it. And so I think for this convention, if you're especially a first timer and you really can't make the commitment to attend the convention, I really hope that you give this virtual convention a try and take advantage of all that we're going to offer. And then maybe you'll be able to join us next year in person. We certainly hope to see you in 2024, but you're definitely right, Melissa, that it hasn't dampened enthusiasm for attending the convention because as we record this in early June, all of the rooms at our main convention hotel, the Hilton America's Houston, are taken. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> and we have an overflow hotel, the Marriott Marquis, but we actually have had to pull other hotels into service and get them to offer rooms for our convention because we've got so much interest in coming wow. to the 2023 convention. So... It's going to be a big convention, and I predict that next year's will be even bigger because so many people are going to participate in the virtual convention experience, and they're going to want to come next year. That is fantastic. Well, should we start talking maybe about this? You know, what is this yeah, virtual experience of which we speak? <laughs> right, exactly. So um, this year's experience is going to be similar for those that did attend the virtual experience presentations last year. This will have 
some of the same things. We had a meeting and figured out things that we thought went really well and that we enjoyed putting together. And so we're going to do some things that are similar that you'll recognize. And then we're going to do some things that are different. The first event is actually going to be something that we've never done before. It is on Wednesday, June 21st at 8 p.m. And it is a resolutions recap say that 10 times fast, the resolutions recap event. And we did have a Nations Blind podcast regarding resolutions just this past episode. So if you haven't listened to that one, please listen to that one because that will answer a lot of your questions. But on this episode, we're actually also going to talk to Donald Porterfield, to a couple of other people who are on the resolutions committee, get their thoughts about resolutions, you know, what they are, what they aren't. And then we'll also talk a little bit about ways that you can be involved and get information to your delegate about what you believe should or shouldn't pass for resolutions. And again, this year, we are streaming the resolutions committee for the very first time. So there's lots of opportunity, even if you can't be there in person and you won't be able to speak on the floor and you won't be able to vote, but you can absolutely talk to your delegate and let him or her know the things that are on your mind regarding the resolutions. And you will be able to read the resolutions on the web as always, and that way you can read them more carefully. Because they get read during the committee and the proponent speaks about them, but, you know, that's not always enough. And sometimes you really want to drill down and and really understand, you know, what all of its provisions are and everything that it contains. And you will still have the opportunity to do that. But I'm really excited about this with the podcast episode that we just did and with this pre-convention event that we're really trying to involve more people in understanding what the resolutions process is and what it does, because it really is critical. I can say this as a member of staff, that it really does set our policy priorities for the organization. We all work for the members And the membership through the resolutions process is what drives what we do. Absolutely. If you have thoughts or I don't remember, Chris, if we're opening this one up for questions while we're having the podcast, maybe we could have people submit questions beforehand. I'm sure you're going to be getting more information, particularly if you've already registered for the virtual convention. This is a pre-convention event, but you will be getting information about this pre-convention event for the virtual convention experience. And I'm sure if there is a way to answer or ask questions, I'm sure that you'll get that information. Although you cannot pre-register for the in-person convention anymore, you can still pre-register for the virtual convention experience. And actually, you can do that at any time up to and throughout, I believe, the convention. And you can do it right now at nfb.org slash convention. Oh, and we forgot to mention something really important, which is that it's free. It's free. My favorite price. And there should be some convention, uh, virtual convention door prizes I'm hearing too. So you definitely want to register. And I, I love that you can register all the way up through the convention because I know for me, I really thought I was going to convention last year right up until, I don't know, maybe two weeks before when I just, Mm -hmm. I just figured out, you know what, I just can't. And so if that happens to you, I, and I hope it doesn't, but if it does, just know all, again, all is not lost. So it's, that's a really great thing. So, so that's our resolutions. Anything else? Right? Yeah, anything else about that? Um, 8 p.m. Eastern, I can't remember if I said that, but but that is what resolutions that is. Again, Wednesday, June 21st. 
if the virtual convention agenda is up, we will put the link to it in the show notes and highlight some of this as well. So there's the resolutions. We, we've talked an awful lot about resolutions. So let's move on to the next thing. Let's move on. Tuesday, June 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern, we will have our sponsor preview. Anna Adler is our exhibit hall guru, and she's going to be running this again. And we had this last year, and we might have had this a couple years ago, too, um, during the COVID, but it's a chance to really hear from all of our sponsors, Chris, right? And what they're going to be offering this this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's that's always exciting. I mean, because... There are many exciting things about convention, but because we are the transformative advocacy organization of blind Americans, a lot of sponsors and a lot of companies that have blindness products time announcements to our conventions. So you don't want to miss this because you may find out some stuff that you can really get in on the ground floor of and have some opportunities to buy some things at lower prices and, you know, the promotions that the sponsors are going to do. Sometimes you can win, you can enter drawings and you can win things from the sponsors. And some of those will be available, you know, to virtual convention people as well, possibly, for example, some of the companies will have a promotion during convention, but they'll keep it open for a little bit before convention and a little bit past convention so you can buy online or whatever. So don't miss this. This will really be a good opportunity to find out that kind of stuff. Absolutely. And yeah, when, you know, if you can't get something for free, at least getting it at a discount, that can be a really yeah, good thing. Or if exactly. you can enter a drawing and get it for free, I mean, all the better. Right, exactly. You know, the, the new Victor Reader stream, for example. You know, I don't know. I, I want one. I don't know that I'm mm. going to put out the money for it. But if I could enter a drawing and get one for free, I'd be all about that. I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there you go. So that's on Tuesday, June 27th, 8 p.m. Eastern. Then Wednesday, June 28th, is an exhibitor. Preview. So these are companies or maybe, I don't know if we open it to affiliates or not, but it's it's definitely people that are exhibiting. They're not sponsoring the convention, but they have paid to be in our exhibit hall. And again, they will have lots of information about their products and maybe possibly might even know their table number. I don't know how soon. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like the day before a lot of us are leaving. For the, are, are at leaving. least yeah. the Riccobonos so are leaving for the convention. We, we leave <laughs> right. on the 29th. So that's just another really nice opportunity to know what's going to be in the exhibit hall. And even, even when you are virtual, I know last year you could call the Independence Market and order things from the market. And I think yeah. that a lot of these other companies do understand that there are people that are going to be doing some parts of convention virtually. So I think that they'll be offering a lot of different options now, which is also a really nice thing. You know, the other thing to mention, of course, is that we will have our attendee hub app again this year. Oh, I was hoping. Oh, good. Oh, I'm so glad I'm hearing that from you because I was hoping that was the case. People really love the attendee hub. I love it. Even when I was at the convention in person, it came in really handy because the great thing you could do with it is basically build your own agenda. You know, you can mm -hmm. basically bookmark all the stuff that you want to do. And then you can look and day by day, you can see, oh, these are the things I wanted to accomplish today. So anyway, 
the sponsors and exhibitors. Those are really important. And by the way, the difference is just that a sponsor is somebody who is actually supporting the convention at one of our sponsorship levels. Many of them are exhibitors. Some of them are, some of them aren't. And then exhibitors are people who have paid for space in our exhibit hall. You know, which is another way of supporting us, but is not quite at the sponsorship level. So that's the that's the real difference. So you definitely want to be there for both mm -hmm. because because you'll hear different things when you tune into these events. Yeah, absolutely. You you definitely will. And so um, you definitely want to be there for both if you can. And, and um, I think I know last year we did record these and then we had them up on YouTube after mm -hmm. the fact. And so I'm assuming that that's probably going to be the case again in case you can't listen to them right away. But again, it's nice if you can listen to them right away because then you have all the information on the evening that it's been released. So, so what is next? Well, that part is actually our pre-convention. So it's our virtual convention experience pre-convention. Now right. we've come to welcome to NFB 23. So we're actually, all of us who are going to Houston will actually be coming to you from Houston. And the first event is Saturday, July 1st. Now there is a, there is a change much like last year. You know, I've been talking about eight o'clock Eastern a lot. Convention time this year though, because we're in Houston, is central time right so everything else that i'm going to be talking about is central time so just get that into your head if you can which is an hour behind eastern time. it's an hour behind eastern time and you know what having grown up in the central time zone i probably lived out here like two or three years before i stopped doing that conversion in my head mm -hmm. so some somebody would say it's on at eight o'clock and i'd be like oh no it's on at seven o'clock oh no i'm on the east coast <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it, it's a funny thing you know two hours ahead of pacific one hour ahead of mountain you know let's let's be fair to all of our people any anybody right, else who's right. any other time zone just ask what time it is in houston on your phone or your smart speaker and then you'll know <laughs> right because <laughs> right, i don't exactly. i don't want to make all those uh Although I do know Wellington, New Zealand is 17 hours or right, yeah, 17 hours right. ahead of Central. Anyway, so we're at the convention now. It is Saturday, July 1st. And from 12 to 2 Eastern, we are going to have our welcome to convention. This one is just called Convention Time. Last year, we brought part of it to you from the presidential suite. We'll have President Riccobono pop in, I'm quite sure. We'll have some other leaders. I'm sure Norma Crosby will be talking about what's going on. We'll probably have some just convention attendees that will talk about their experiences so far, or maybe their experiences at previous conventions. This will be a time that you'll be able to ask questions. We'll talk to you more about the app in case you're having any trouble with the app. We'll talk to you about our Give 20 campaign, all the things that are happening over the course of convention and all the other things that we won't want you to miss we will be talking about at this event. So it will be really fun. I'm going to be one of the co-hosts, Anil and I will be co-hosting, and I look forward to it. Particularly last year, I loved this. This was so mm. nice to be able to con to connect with people that were at home like I was. And even though I'll be there this time, it'll still be great to connect to all of you who are at home. All right. So there's the welcome. There's the welcome. There's the welcome. Yeah. Very right. similar to last year. But of course, there'll be different people, different things. And I mean, you know, you never know what President Riccobono is going to say. So you, of course, you got to tune in just for that. And we never really know what Anil is going to say. So. <laughs> True enough. <laughs> you got to tune in for that. 
Um, so then we're at Sunday, July 2nd, Division Preview. This is backed by popular demand. This was by far, I think, my very favorite. And it, we had a great virtual convention experience last year, but I, I loved this one. And I will love this again this year. This really gives a very nice flavor to people about what our divisions do. We have pre-recorded little three-minute vignettes from divisions talking about who they are, what they do, what types of people are members of the division or the group, and when they're meeting at convention, and if they're having a Zoom, how you can be involved in that, all those types of things. We also then, um, if a division hasn't had a chance to provide to us an actual recording, we will still read their name on the list and, and let people know who they are and how to get in touch with them. We do accept questions. So I was able to connect people last year with division presidents and things. And it's just a really great, if you're wondering if the National Federation of the Blind has a place for you, this is really where you come to listen to all the things that we have going on and all the different groups and divisions we have. And I can't imagine yeah. you won't find a place for you, maybe more than one right. place that you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know we had a... Well, whatever division. Um, right. There's a piano tuners division. There's a division for blind entrepreneurs, and that's not just for blind merchants. And then there's all kinds of groups, affinity groups. And so many people have the question. It's like Sean Calloway was talking about on one of our podcasts when we were talking about one of the divisions, the National Organization of Blind Black Leaders. We were talking about, you know, people do when they come into the organization, they want to know if there are people like them in the organization. Not that they don't want to meet other people, but they want to know if there are people that have things in common with them. So this is a really good way to find that out. I came into the organization as a student. I, I mean, I did too. I might have come in as a blind parent maybe later. Or, well, I mean, I also came in as a blind counselor. The human services division also got their hooks into me. But the student was really where it was first for me. And I mean, you know, I think that's a lot for a lot of young people. Knowing that there's other blind students out there and you don't always have to reinvent the wheel. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And having that network. I love that we are stronger together. And we are. And so it's interesting to talk about our divisions and our groups. Absolutely. And yet I really do think that those divisions and groups in some ways also make us stronger together because we unite in those divisions toward one purpose, but then we're all fighting for the bigger purpose. It's kind of like our chapters and our affiliates. Right. You know, right. you have to have smaller pieces of the puzzle to get all the work done but we still are marching toward the same goals, I guess I'd say. And the divisions highlight issues that are particular to certain groups of blind people that maybe others of us would not have thought about. And then they have the opportunity to advance those issues. And then sometimes those become an organizational priority or part of an organizational priority. Oh, resolutions a lot. Students bring resolutions a lot. I wouldn't know yep. what software was or was not accessible in colleges. It's been a long time yep. since I've been in college. And every time I think I might want to go back, I shake my head and say, no, really? Like you really want it? And, and generally I've decided, no, yeah. actually, nope, I'm good. I'm really good. 
Uh, not that I don't our, love learning. Our guide dog. Our guide dog, yes. Our guide dog users bring a lot of resolutions. Perfect example. Anyway, really important, and I can't stress enough how important it is to learn about our division. Yeah. There's always a place for everybody. And if you're not sure how to get involved in the Federation because of geographic issues or whatever, then a, a division is often a really good place to start. Definitely. Then on Monday, Monday, July 3rd, many of you will remember that last year we heard from Dan Parker, and that was just a great interview, and people got to ask him questions about his car, and there were people that were getting into very technical aspects, which was <laughs> awesome. I, I, you know, I didn't know what they were talking about, but it was great. <laughs> it's great how many car enthusiasts there are among blind people. See, it, being blind does not prevent you from being a car enthusiast, you know? Not even a little. I know it was really fun. It was great to hear people, you know, to talk to Dan and, and really get those questions answered. This year, we're going to have an interview with another Dan. The Dan who is going to be driving down Route 60 or up, down, I don't know. Through, biking. Biking. I'm biking. sorry. Not, not yeah. driving. Biking. Biking Route yes. 66 cycling, to I raise guess, money. The, yeah. yeah, cycling. Dan Rourke, is that his name or is it O'Rourke? O'Rourke. O'Rourke. Dan O'Rourke. And he was a hockey official. Is that is that right? He is a hockey official. He is an NHL referee, and he is not a blind guy, but I have met him, and let me just tell you, into, I mean, we say this about a lot of partners, and it's true of a lot of partners, but this is a guy who really does get what we're about, and his father is blind, and so Dan really wants to support our efforts, particularly our Braille literacy efforts. And so he is going to be biking on uh, on Route 66, which roughly runs from California through to Chicago. Chicago, yeah. Uh, well, uh, California is a big state. I should be more specific. <laughs> L.A. Um, right? Yeah, I think it's the L.A. area. It's in L.A.? Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. There's some great songs about it. You know, look up Route 66 and you can hear all sorts of cover versions and regular versions of that song, you know? <laughs> Right, right, exactly. Um, and so, but this is really exciting and, and everybody's going to love meeting Dan and, and really understanding how much passion he has for what we do. And you can ask him your hockey questions oh, too, probably. I, I bet that's true. I bet he'd love to talk some hockey. Yeah, absolutely. And I did forget to say that on the 2nd of July, you are going to also be able to hear the resolutions committee. We did say that, but the division meeting right. right now, it's overlapping. I'm almost wondering now that I'm looking at this, we might be making a little time change. So make sure you're staying up to date with emails and things because all of this, we should have probably said at the beginning, all of this is slightly, right. slightly subject to change. I mean, this is what we're planning right now, but sometimes things do have to happen. So make sure that you're paying attention to your emails. And that's the best part about registering for this virtual convention experience, because you will get all the emails that will tell you what's going on, that will give you the Zoom links so you don't have to hunt for them. They'll give you the app information, everything that you're going to need. Um, so please make sure that you you know, register because that's that's what's going to make sure that you get the correct information. But I'm just looking at this and thinking, huh, 
maybe we need to, you know, adjust this a little bit so that yeah, people don't yeah, have to, yeah. you know, choose between the end of the division and the beginning of resolution. So we'll probably take a look at that and, and figure out what we can do. So that's what we have. Now, the other things that are going to happen, Anil and I will be doing our pre-show <laughs> banter before the board meeting mm-hmm. and before all the general sessions and before the banquet. Another one of my very favorite parts of convention. You can see whether I make Anil laugh. You can see whether Anil gets me flummoxed. There was a, a very famous, probably not famous to anybody but me and Anil, but uh, there was a clip where I could not remember when my president, when my husband was elected president of the of the NFC, <laughs> and Anil just like let me hang That's... out there and try to figure it out. And oh gosh, yeah. Anyway. So you never know what you're gonna ex- what you're gonna do on pre-gen, but it's Go, going on the eventual nations blind blooper reel. Absolutely. Which we really need oh, to start. Oh, that uh, would be you know, that. Any- that would be one that would. <laughs> I haven't heard it. I wonder. <laughs> I, I'm sure we'll probably have a recording of it. Anyway. I'm a little worried, though, because I hope I don't get left out because last year I got to be the roving reporter oh. and with you and Anil there. Oh, that was so um, fun. Well, maybe we just I, have to have a three. I mean, I, I think we need a roving yeah, reporter. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think there's plenty of room. The world is big enough for both of us or all of us, as, as okay. Aaron Burr might say. Okay. So I think it'd be very fun. I think the more people in different parts of the hotel that we have, I think the better it will be to really help people understand the depth and breadth of convention. So that will be before the board meeting, which is on July 3rd, before the first session, July 4th, and the afternoon session, July 4th, and then morning and afternoon on the 5th. And morning and afternoon and banquet on the Uh, 6th. Yeah, on the 6th. Yep. So anytime that you're going to be tuning in for a session, just try to tune in a half an hour before. And that's when Anil and I, and hopefully Chris and Whoever else, who knows, maybe we'll have Stephanie or, you know, who who knows who you might hear. Or, you know, I'm usually at the right. sun table. Maybe Sandy Halverson will say hello. Who knows what we'll be bringing right. to you. But but we're really excited to be able to bring all of that information and, and that fun and frivolity <laughs> to you. Um, again, it will yes. all be central time. I don't have the agenda in front of me. But again, it's a half an hour before whenever the session starts. And again, this session will start at whatever time it is, central time. So just keep that in mind. Usually it's 9.30 the first morning, and then it's 9 o'clock a.m. after, you know, on the rest of the convention, and then usually 2 p.m. So it would be 2 p.m. central. So it would be 1.30 that you would need to listen, or 8.30. But again, check your agenda. Yep. But anyway, so there we go. There's the virtual convention. Well, did we miss anything? I I don't think we did, aside from just reminding people again, please register. We are really happy to bring this to you. And and please also give us some feedback. You know, you can certainly give feedback at podcast at nfb.org or on any of our other ways. But, you know, we would love to hear either feedback of this is what I think you guys should add, or as the convention's going on, oh, this was great, or oh, this was not so good, or I had trouble with this, or even maybe things that you thought from last year. You know, we're we're always looking for feedback. You know, we know what we like, and we try to bring things to people that we think they will appreciate and enjoy, but we don't always get it right. So we, we also can't read your minds. So please give us some feedback. We'd love that. Well, absolutely. And we'll remind you one more time how to do that and remind you of a couple of other things right after this short message. 
Each year, thousands of Federation members contribute to various funds that support blind people. When you give $20 or more until July 6th at 3 o'clock p.m. Central Time, you will be entered into the Give 20 Convention Drawing to win a round trip for two to the 2024 National Convention, a convention hotel room, registration and banquet tickets for two, and $1,000 in cash. IRA has generously offered to double your dollars to the Give 20 campaign by matching all gifts up to a total of $25,000. IRA is a valued partner and leader in the blindness community as a provider of visual interpreting. Each $20 donation is a chance to win. This drawing supports the White Cane Fund, Kenneth Jernigan Fund, Sun Fund, and Tenbrook Fund. You must specify one of these funds when you make your contribution. To learn more and donate online, visit nfb.org give20. That's nfb.org give20. You can also give by calling our donation line at 410-659-9314, extension 2430, or send a check to National Federation of the Blind Jernigan Institute, 200 East Wells Street, Baltimore, Maryland, 21230. Be sure to have Give 20 and the fund you are giving to in the memo of your check. The winner of the drawing will be announced live on July 6, 2023 at the convention banquet. Help us share the Federation with others. Thank you for your generosity. All right. So to recap, it has been a pleasure being on this episode with you, Melissa. And I want to start by reminding everyone to register for the virtual convention experience. All you need to do is go to nfb.org slash convention. And there's a heading there and a link there to register for the virtual convention experience. And it is free, 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 free. And just because you can register all the way up through the convention, don't make yourself do that. Be smarter than than I would be. Just go right now and just get it done. And then it's done. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> so don't do as I say, not as I would do. <laughs> right, right. And you'll get all the updates yes. as things change, yeah. as they might a little yeah. bit, as we've talked about. So you'll get all the updates. And please continue to give us that feedback. You know, one thing that's exciting about convention this year is that our it's our first year on Mastodon. That's right. Our new social media presence, but there will still be a hashtag NFB23 that's on Mastodon. And one of the great things about Mastodon is that you can follow hashtags. Mm-hmm. We need to figure out whether we need a, a special podcast address on Mastodon. But in the meantime, you can give us feedback at nationsblind at nfb.social. Nationsblind at nfb.social is our Mastodon address. We are backing away from Twitter a, a little bit because of various things that have happened, but we haven't completely abandoned it yet. But maybe it's not the best way to get in touch with us now. So you can also email podcast at nfb.org. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, you might get some inside info from President Rick Abono. He has his own Mastodon. That's right. At president.nfb.social. So you should, you should, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, did I say that right? At president at nfb.social. So please follow him too as he's getting ready. I know right now he's locked away writing. And so maybe, I mean, I'm sure he's not 
doing a lot of writing on Mastodon, but maybe he'll, you know, post a Mastodon and say, I'm locked away writing, <laughs> you know, and then you'll know. <laughs> While we're talking about that, too, we do have a news at nfb.social oh, account as well. We do. Yes. So if you want to get our press releases and statements and occasional articles that are written about the Federation and stuff like that, we have that too. And there will probably be more Mastodon accounts in the future, but definitely follow those three. Hey, a, a podcast one would be fun. I think we should do that. I think I think we should, you know, get one of those. That'd be really fun. We will consider that. I think that is probably something we can do. Fun. All right. Well, and don't forget Facebook. You can do it Facebook, right. too. You can just search for National Federation of the Blind, find us on Facebook, and write us a post or put a comment somewhere, and we'll get that, too. And we have voicemail. We do. We have 410-659-9314, extension 2444. Yes. 2444. We haven't been getting any of these lately. We would love for you to leave us a voicemail then you can really be part of the Nation's Blind podcast because we can put you on the podcast. Yeah. If you're okay with that, for, of course, yeah. we'll get your permission. But if you leave us a voicemail, that would be really fun. It would be fun. So please feel free to do that as well. I mean, there's lots of ways to get a hold of us. I'm really excited about Mastodon. Even my mother-in-law is on Mastodon. So, you know, she can do it. Anybody can do it. And um, it's a it's yeah. a fun way to do it. And I will be subscribing to at news at nfb.social yeah. as soon as I'm done recording this podcast. I'm just going to get it done. Just like all of you should register. Yeah. I'm going to do this subscribing thing so I don't have to worry about it anymore. It just will come to my Mastodon yeah. feed. <laughs> Mastodon is really cool and it, it's kind of new, but it's really not that hard to get on Mastodon. A lot of us are on it now. A lot of the blind community is on it. So this is a different thing, but we will be putting out more information about how to get on Mastodon and there will be be, uh, I believe, a session on it at a convention. And so anyway, Mastodon is really exciting. I haven't been this excited about a social media thing in quite a while. And, you know, I'm thinking that we might also, Chris, have something regarding social media, either during our pre-convention. I, I feel like there's maybe a session that's missing or maybe we're just going to discuss yeah. social media during the first afternoon of that July 1st time frame. But I, I really do right. feel like there will be some more social media information as well. So let's uh, let's make sure that you get registered so you can have emails about that. Absolutely. We'll, we'll let you all get to registering for the virtual convention experience and getting ready for convention. So we'll wrap up this episode of the nation's blind podcast and until we are with you again remember you can live the life you want blindness is not what holds you back we'd love your feedback email podcast at nfb.org or call 410-659-9314 extension 2444